Trump just tweeted, LeBron James was just interviewed by the dumbest man on television, Don Lemon. Le- he made LeBron James look smart, which isn't easy to do. I like Mike. See, why would I, you say that? I like, don't... I don't get... See, okay, so here's the thing. As much as I fucking hate LeBron James as a basketball player... Like, you are, I hate you are a LeBron hater, yep. I am... I'm you are torn. You are torn between uh, uh, from LeBron going to L.A. Oh, fuck yeah. It's like one of the most heartbreaking things ever because as a fucking L.A. Lakers fan, I know he's going to make the Lakers better. I know we're going to be in the playoffs, but I just hate him as a person. All that's flopping bullshit, all this fucking the decision shit, leaving, fucking making uh, Kyrie Irving want to leave, you know, Cleveland or whatever. I just, everything he does basketball-wise just leaves a sour taste in my mouth. But like you were saying earlier, as a person and as a fucking humanitarian, he's a fucking amazing person. Yeah, you know, it makes it hard to hate him as an overall yeah. person because he's he's a good person, and as much as it pays me to say, Ooh. since two thousand and three, yes, we're in two thousand eighteen, going into two thousand nineteen, right? There's no been rape charges like Kobe. Nothing, no controversies, <laughs> no fucking hit and runs. He didn't hit no pregnant women. Um, and didn't flee rape the scene. nobody. Didn't rape nobody in Colorado. <laughs> didn't have to change his number to twenty four because he raped someone. <laughs> he did change it to six. But, you know, his whole plan for, like, the schools that you you saw that yeah. in the news this week. Yeah. It's like you look at that and you're like, God damn, you're such a great guy. You're such a nice person. The way he stands up for fucking social issues yes. is fucking amazing. He Okay, he married his high school sweetheart. Yeah. Had kids with her. Like, he takes care of his kids. He tries to be a good role model for his kids, right? Um, there's, you know, never been an issue with him. Like, fuck controversy with him going out to the nightclubs and a gun going off. Like, there are not reports of him going to a nightclub. No. Period. You know what I mean? No. Like, and he, he's, he's a bit of a homebody, and that's kind of one of the things they talked about. Like, if it's not like a, a team-sanctioned event or something like that, he's, he's really not going out. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? He's taking care of his family. He's taking care of kids. Even the decision. Even the decision. And fucking, uh, he, he did the decision in the Boys and Girls Club in, uh, in Akron. Uh-huh. Um, he had ESPN donate all of the commercial time. So all of those commercials, like the money, the, the, they still paid. All of the companies that had commercials during the decision, they still paid, but they did not pay ESPN. They paid LeBron James. And LeBron James came up in the Boys and Girls Club system. So all the money that came from the decision, all the money from the commercials, all of that stuff went to the Boys and Girls Club. The decision was a fucking debacle. 
The decision was a fucking circus. He became the biggest. Still, he became the biggest hill in basketball but history. The, but but it's one of those things where the people, a lot of people, didn't pay attention where why he did it and whatnot. And yeah, he could have done it. He could have done better. it he better. He tweeted it out. He could well, but the thing is, <laughs> he could have. He could, or he could have done like went to Lakers. Twitter was where a thing, agent, right? Yeah, Twitter where his agent just said a thing. But he he decided to have the spectacle to raise money for the Boys and Girls Club. A lot of people don't realize that, and that is definitely his fault. And he could have done a better job of like promoting that. But still, even even his biggest blunder as a basketball player, the decision. That is still something that was meant for the good of a great fucking organization. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And so, I think it was uh, who the fuck? Jimmy Butler, whatever was like. I think I, I just saw it today. Jimmy Butler, somebody, somebody was doing uh, some some new uh, scholarship so that all these kids could go to fucking. Um, uh, college or whatnot, yeah. And somebody puts up like, "Oh, that motherfucker's just trying to." You know to, what though? He's and just trying to. He's just trying to copy LeBron. And you know what? If so that what? means, if that means that, he, that kids are going to go to school tuition free, if that means that we're going to get people educated, if that means we're going to get people into a better position, fuck, I'll, I'll fucking uh, copy LeBron. I don't give a fuck. In who the did it age first, of divas, where you have Kevin Durant just switching teams without giving any money to anyone, and like Kawhi Leonard's just going to a different team because they don't want to play there anymore. You have to respect what he did. He somehow was able to raise money for the Boys and Girls Club. He was somehow able to build a school tuition-free to help their parents find employment. Specifically for kids at risk. Yeah. Yeah. You have to respect everything he does. He just flops. Whether you hate hate him on the court, whether you – whatever, you don't like his game, whether you don't think he's a top ten player of all time, whatever it may be – Outside of basketball, he's just an all-around great human being. And you know what? I think the Lakers is a great spot for him because uh, it's Hollywood. And uh, the acting and the flopping he'll do, it's going to fit right fucking in. <laughs> I have hey, seen I Drew Doughty. Uh, for a Space Jam 2. I have Sorry, seen Steph Curry. <laughs> I have seen Drew Doughty on the LA King's Ice do an amazing barrel roll. You know what I mean? They got called for it. But you know what? It was barrel great roll. fucking acting. I was going to say that. It was Star great Fox. fucking acting. Like, the dude did, like... Almost five full rotations while he was in the air. That's maybe an exaggeration, but there's mm-hmm. like two. Like still, that's kind of ridiculous. And he could call for it. And he says, "What the fuck?" And like, and I looked over at the guy next to me. And I was like, "That was bad." And he goes, "Yeah, that was bad." I think yeah. he was a Sharks fan. It was like, and, and we both still kind of went, "Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah." <laughs> it is what it is. I think in America, though, I mean, this is one thing too. Like we are so tribal. Like even like earlier when we were recording the the show about the Denver airport. Like we we get into these modes where we talk about like oh I'm a Bears fan I can't stand Eagles fans right. I can't stand Vikings fans I'm a I'm a Cowboy fans I can't stand fucking uh, Redskins fans or fucking Patriots we I everybody can't stand ha- Redskins fans I, because if you support the Redskins you're kind of racist yeah and then like everyone hates the Patriots so I mean we're wrong you're a racist I I will I I will admit if you're a Redskins fan and you're not white you're a racist <laughs> <laughs> I will admit. Um, and my and Elizabeth Jackman, my girlfriend, shout out, babe, uh, can attest to this. Tell your mommy you would too. Um, and it was not even in the heat of the moment; it was just kind of an offhand comment. I have um, wished cancer <laughs> on Tom Brady <laughs> upon the children. Oh my fucking! Of the Kansas City Chiefs fans. I've done that. You get it. You, you get it. He did. You get it the moment. You know Kansas what I mean? Like, the Kansas City Chiefs. Didn't Andy Reid's wife get it? Offensive lineman follows me on 
Instagram. I and I know, and I'm and I'm. I, that's, that's let's get him on this podcast <laughs> so you guys can argue. Well, we had Rodney. We got Rodney Hudson on the Raiders now. He's one of the greatest centers in in the history of the league. You know, mm. or I'm saying right now, well, he's a Raider. Uh, we 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 nicked him from the fucking uh, Chiefs. You know what I mean? And uh, but you know, I I have been caught up in the moment, um, and so I get that tribalism. But when you get away from that, and you really talk about who the human beings are. And what they do, you know, you, and you got a lot of people that are kind of fuck ups. They're fuck ups. Let's, mm-hmm. I'm not even sure coded. They're fuck ups. Message you know right mean? now. Don't you fucking dare, goddamn it! We I need viewers. So, so my my whole point is like you were saying. You yeah. get so entrenched in this tribalism, where it's like if you're on my team, everything's forgivable. Yeah, Kobe Bryant was accused of fucking rape. At the very least. He fucking cheated on his hot ass wife with some <laughs> trashy ass fucking white girl. So I mean, that's something that's fucking deplorable, you know. See, but we like him because he hits all these game winning shots. See, and we like him because of the five championship rings. And it's just you're like using this weird the word we very lightly there. Me and Eric. <laughs> Me and Eric. So maybe maybe LeBron James isn't the greatest basketball player of all time. Maybe he never will be on an issue of the Punisher magazine. Maybe he'll never have five championship rings. All Maybe he'll me, never be accused of anything. Maybe he'll never win three championships in three different decades. Maybe he will never be the next Tim Duncan, the greatest player since <laughs> since uh, Michael Jordan. Since but the views and expressions by R do not necessarily reflect mine. Tim Duncan but, is better than But all of Kobe your hate mail doesn't down. matter if you're a Chiefs fan, if you're a Spurs, Cavs, whatever Maybe the fuck. Maybe Tim Duncan across carried sports. a team without a Shaquille O'Neal. For the Maybe love of God. He was Duncan a Shaquille carried. O'Neal. That's why. Because oh. he was Shaquille O'Neal because he's the alpha. He doesn't need an alpha <laughs> next to him. Yeah, Tony Parker, <laughs> Manager Ginobili. Those Bruce are his Bowen. sidekicks. Bruce Bowen. Those are called sidekicks, my friend. Sean Elliott, David Robinson. You carry the team on your shoulders. You don't need a Paul Gasol next to you. Regardless of your affiliation. Yeah, David Robinson is better than Paul Gasol. All of your hate mail goes to Jacob Pixon. (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) My whole overall point is is we get stuck in these fucking tribes. These teams like, this is my team. And he's an okay guy because he's on my team. But when you really look at it, like a Lamar Odom, for example... He's yeah. a Laker, and yeah. we loved him, right? Yep. Yes. Yep. Six man of the year. One of my favorite Lakers of all time. Yeah. But when but you look at him as a person, he's kind of a shit ball. Yeah. He's kind of a dumbass. Yeah, and then you look I at someone. Not, I did not even like him on Celebrity Big Brother. Oh, God. And I, and I, you know what? Me and Elizabeth, we watched Trash TV. I'm a Big Brother fan, and we watched that. And you know what? I was not a big, like, he was kind of goofy sometimes, but, mm-hmm. like, I, I was not a fan of him on Celebrity Big Brother. And that's, that's saying something. You know what I mean? Even mm-hmm. Mark McGrath was a fan of him. But, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's anyway. Yeah, dude. Mark but but then again, of course, I did not live with uh, uh, fucking uh, Lamar Odom for like two weeks or whatever, like Mark McGrath did. Anyway, I couldn't continue. What's your point? But my whole point <laughs> is, it's just like if they're not on your team, they're the fucking enemy. No matter how good of a person they are, yeah. every little one of their flaws fucking gets amplified, and we fucking villainize them for that. And that we're all guilty of that for sure. Oh, for sure. For sure. For sure. I mean, I'm sure. For you, Art, if there was a player on the Spurs that was kind of a fuck-up or whatever, it'd be a little more forgivable because he was a Spur. Or let's say, like, uh, Manu Ginobili, he had some glaring yeah, flaws, some personal flaws. Yeah, yeah something. He stole a rape. fucking hamburger from fucking Burger King or something. I, I don't know. I would probably be like, get him off the team. I'm not no Jerry Jones. You know what? Get I, him off the I, team. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jerry Jones eventually got rid of Greg Hardy. 
I, you know, I will I say think, this really quickly. We're on the topic. Jerry Jones is a fucking hypocrite. He had Greg Hardy on the team, but he will not let uh, his team uh, kneel kneel during the uh, anthem. I agree. He's a fucking hypocrite. I agree. I also, and that dude I also, needs to be fucking I also in the think, face. I also think I can't stand Jerry Jones, and I'm a huge Dallas Cowboys fan. I also think that uh, the UFC is a huge hypocrite because they have this big thing about domestic violence. But Greg Hardy is about to go into a second fight um, on the Contender Series. Because uh, he's going to make them money. And that's why Dana White as president, and that's why the UFC is going to put him on. Because you know what? We have our values, but... Money talks. Fuck them if money talks. Because they're in the fight business. That's why guys like Connor, who has a mouth. That's why guys like Kobe Covington. Kobe Covington is the perfect fucking wrestling heel. Oh, yeah. He's a wrestling heel through and through. And and he's going to create controversy. He's going to get his name in the papers. He is going to create an opportunity for the UFC to create money mm-hmm. without the UFC really having to try. And mm-hmm. so they're going to push him. Oh, and yeah. so that's and the UFC as a whole is giant fucking hypocrites. Oh yeah. For me personally, I, actually I think uh I want to look back at Ray Rice and like I think that's kind of a turning point where the sports community as a whole kind of had to really take a closer look. Where Ray Rice was like he, it was domestic abuse. It was like eh, okay, he fucking knocked what? out his girlfriend. Well, no, yeah, no, no, domestic domestic abuse. Okay, yeah, whatever. Two games, uh, whatever. And then the video comes out of him knocking his girlfriend the fuck out in the oh, elevator, yeah. and then dragging her unconscious body out. And that was where it's like, you know, what? he's not back. He's not back in the fucking league. He is not, and he shouldn't be. And he shouldn't be. I don't give a fuck what team you root for, mm-hmm. Ravens or otherwise. You know, and I, a few years later. As an LA Kings fan, I, I I came across the same problem with Slava Voinov, mm-hmm. and you know there was an issue with domestic violence with him, and and I'm thinking like you know, okay, due process, maybe he is, maybe he isn't. You that, know that's what I mean? one point and that's, I will and that say, is, and there's one thing you know you do have to worry about due process, but when it, it comes out that like I don't care if Slava Voinov is a huge part of a Stanley Cup winning team, he physically imposed his will on somebody else. Outside of a professional, sanctioned, um, agreed upon event, domestic, wife, otherwise, mm-hmm. he just a hothead. Fuck him. He's gone. He's mm-hmm. gone. The, the bastard got deported. And you know what? Mm-hmm. I think we could have won. I, I honestly believe we are at least back gotten further. Back. We could have won another cup or at least gotten a lot closer than we did if he'd been on the roster. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I don't care because that's not the message I want to be sent. And I think that that's finally something that we're, we're – I think Ray Rice started it. And I think, you know, Slava Voinov on the LA Kings is not nearly as big for the country. But for the Kings fans, that was huge. Mm-hmm. And for, like, really deep hockey fans, that was huge. And I think that a lot of fans for a lot of different organizations, for a lot of different sports across the U.S. are starting to have to look at that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a, it, it redirects that moral compass. Yeah. And like you said, it, 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 I guess art's a better example of this than we are. That yeah, if you're a fuck up, you need to get you need to be off the team. You know yep. what I'm saying? And as a society, we need to be like that too. Art, you're the and best you example. S- you're a fuck up. Get out of here. <laughs> I will say this: I we're going to get the same poly girl when teams when my teams. Yeah. Get fuck up players, and it's like the Greg like, Hardys. Who's the guy that the Bears picked up from the Niners? That um, oh, God. Uh, Ray McDonald. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and Ray oh, McDonald yeah. was there like a total of like three months before he was let go yeah. again. Mm-hmm. But I will say this: in his defense, 
because uh, I was friends with a couple of 49er fans in the, at the time. His Not original chargers, charges were really, like, bullshit. Like, his... They were eventually dropped because mm-hmm. his girlfriend was pretty nuts. Right, and there is and there is due process, and there is yes. definitely you definitely have to take things. Uh, the Raiders right now we have Garyon Conley, um, our cornerback. We took him uh, our first overall pick. He was um, twenty six at the time. 20, mm-hmm. No, not maybe not that high, uh, but he fell to the Raiders because of domestic abuse issues. Mm-hmm. And the Raiders said they did their due process, all these investigations, and what eventually happened. Uh, all the charges were dropped, and now Gary on Connolly is actually suing uh, the accuser for uh, slander. Slander. Yeah. yeah. The the yeah, not libel. Yeah. And so yes, I do believe in due process, and I do definitely believe you know the. Uh, you have to though, because um, if we're going to be a nation that believes innocent until proven guilty, you yeah. got to you you got to let that play out first, you know. Yeah. And then let you know the chips fall where they lay. I, I'm not a big fan of. Oh, he she's accusing fucking him of this, so automatically yeah. he's guilty. Kick him off that show or whatever. No, you got to let you know you know you got to let the fucking you know due process go through. You know you look you at Harvey, to... you look at someone like Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, there was multiple oh, sources. Yes. There was fucking people from you know all over. It was an inside joke in Hollywood for years that he was doing what he was yeah. doing. So in that instance, yeah, okay, yeah, it, it's got some fucking precedence on that. But like when it's just like oh. Uh, this so-and-so actor, he did this to me, and he's just like, what the fuck? Like, no, I didn't. You know, I thought it was like Aziz Ansari or whatever. Yeah. He goes, no, I just I thought it was just an awkward date or whatever. <laughs> you Aziz, know? Aziz Ansari, that was a really awkward... The dude does not know how to make love. That's that's what that's. And I like. could totally see that going down. <laughs> but you can't automatically demonize somebody. you got to give them the due process. Hey, maybe we're wrong. Maybe we're wrong on that particular case. But maybe. you know what? We weren't but, there. But you know what? There are some cases like Greg Hardy where there's a history, mm-hmm. where there is, you know... Like, fuck due process. Some of these guys are just assholes, and we all fucking know it. And I'll tell you this, and this kind of leads into my Sunday afternoon, why we're not where we're doing the podcast on a yep. Friday. Um, I'm going to Dallas Cowboys training camp, which has been kind of a ritual with me and Ben. And I remember the year we got Greg Hardy. Now, I will be 100% honest with you. Uh-huh. I was very ignorant to the fact of, you know, what had happened with him, why we got him. I just knew that he was a monster fucking you know, defensive lineman you yeah. know, for the Panthers. I had no idea really what was going on i didn't keep track of all the cheese man of the fucking nfl at the time you know what was this that and right, whatever right. so because it wasn't as big as the ray rice issue so i was like what's the big deal or whatever i didn't know the history there i just thought it yeah. was like oh maybe it was just some crazy girlfriend or whatever like you know the ray mcdonald's situation yeah. i was like well you gotta let it play out you can't just demonize the guy no when i saw this fool in fucking real life yeah. fucking literally six inches in front of me and he's cussing out his own teammates he's laying out his own teammates before the season starts yeah. fucking telling des bryant to suck his fucking dick like when des is like yo chill like this is with fans right in front of you yeah, little yeah, yeah. kids and shit des is like yo chill. des is one to talk too because he oh, didn't yeah didn't he fucking assault his mom or something like that so anyways des is saying yo man chill man and he's saying hey yo suck, suck my dick you fucking fag and like that's literally what he said literally six inches in front of me and everybody just kind of looked at each other like man this guy's kind of a fucking asshole yeah and then throughout the season he's just pushing his teammates he's fucking just being a disruption in the fucking lineup but yeah, it's just yeah. like yeah you know what you're a bad seed you need to get the fuck out and i i wonder where that where that fucking comes from because you know what we uh, fuck the three of us at this table we can be assholes you know we can be dicks oh, yeah, but yeah. we can do it in a friendly way we can do a way that we understand we can and we understand that we're going to do it in a way that we're not going to offend each other, and if we do it in front of other people, like we're going to tone certain things down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 
Um, and you've got these people that are just so fucking entitled. And not even not even at the professional NFL, NBA, NHL, MLB, uh, MLS level. Like, we're talking about, like, just assholes that were, like, praised all through high school and didn't make it because it was someone else's fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we got these people that think it's okay because, you know, they, they're raised in a culture of... Well, well, hate for a lot of people, a culture of hate yeah. or, or, or just a culture of dominance or a culture of. And so, you know, and it maybe that bad excuse to me. Maybe that would have worked like in the 70s or whatever. Like, you know, where, you know, what you saw in front of you is all you saw. The people that you saw in front of you is all you saw. The things that you saw on TV was all you saw. But now you got the Internet. You got YouTube. You got fucking live streaming everywhere you go. I mean, the world is literally yeah. your fucking oyster right now. Yeah. You have fucking, you should know, your moral compass, if anything, you should know what is right and what is wrong. What is going on here, what is going on there. You know, what the overall national narrative it should be now more than ever. Not, so there's that, to yeah. me, in this day and age, is no excuse. The shit the fucking, like, Donald Trump does or whatever, it should not be excusable. Yeah. Speaking, you know, speaking of fucking tribalism or whatever, just because he puts a fucking... R at the end of his name and fucking his logo is a fucking elephant. Like, doesn't mean that you have to ride or die with him because he's your party person. Yep. You and I definitely can attest to fucking Hillary Clinton. We didn't like her at all. We were fucking going hardcore for Bernie yeah, Sanders. I was not gonna. Ride I was Hillary. fucking heartbroken as fuck when she won the fucking Democratic nomination. I was like, no, this is that's stupid. It, it, you know, like why? You know what I'm saying? That's not progress. What she stands for. You know, I mean, we talk a lot about conspiracies and stuff, but like just the fucking baseline facts of this individual is she's not a good individual mm-hmm. and you know people as it's like from a strategic point standpoint people are not going to want to vote for that and so you mean to tell me that their alternative is going to be this other asshole you know and it's just like that tribalism drives me fucking nuts mm-hmm. and i always equate it to this like during the 2016 election i was like okay you got two bad choices right yeah you got a plate of fucking arby's with extra mayo <laughs> with some fucking i assume that's hillary that's hillary clinton by the way arby's rb roast beef just saying i never knew that until you brought that up yep. and then the other plate you got a pile of literal dog shit which is fucking donald trump <laughs> one they're ah, both gonna kill you you can kind of go back and forth on. anyway go ahead you got it roast beef they're, they're both yeah, gonna yeah, kill yeah. you they're both gonna fucking probably give you dysentery but one, you can probably survive on a little bit longer than the other. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, it drives me nuts, though, that when people try to justify, well, Hillary Clinton was a bad person. Well, no, Donald Trump is a bad person, too. So it's just like, why why, why are we playing the team? They're, 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 they're all fucking bad people. There's going to be faults. There's not going to be an individual where, in it, whether it be in politics or in sports, mm-hmm. where you're going to be like, that is the person that lines up with my ideals completely, totally, and utterly. Mm-hmm. Because you know what? You know who that fucking person is? That's you. That yeah. is you. If you want the person that is going to fucking line up with your ideals perfectly. Me and my imaginary friend. Right? Fucking get up there. Fucking start running for something. Start. God damn it. Kane just won <laughs> the fucking if mayoral. Kane can win. He, Kane just, just won mayor of Knox County, right? Yeah. Okay. By the way, he, did you see that shit? That fool Kate, when he went to go do his acceptance speech, he came out to his fucking theme yes, music. Yes. Did he really? Because I you know swear what? to God. Because, was, yeah. Yeah. But you know what? But that's a perfect fucking example. You know what I mean? If you want the per- the the ideal person, if you want the person that fucking agrees with all of your ideals and everything you think, well then that's fucking you, and you better fucking go out there and do something about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's that that's it. And there's and you know what? Maybe we're not all gonna be present someday. There's been what forty six up to this point, forty seven. Mm-hmm. Fucking okay. 
yeah, that's that's fine. But that doesn't mean you can't make a difference. That doesn't mean you can't get to a position. Well, that I doesn't said, mean that you can't make some sort of a change. I said this before. That you know? doesn't mean you can't talk to your friends about politics. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what a lot of things that we're missing right now is actual conversation as opposed to just letting Fox News or whatever the liberal young Turks let people think. You yeah. know, make up your own opinions. Talk to your friends. There's, you know, what we just finished. Recording the Denver airport uh, episode, right? Mm-hmm. One of the big things about the Denver airport is the fact that, you know, uh, Stapleton Airport, which was perfectly fine, had six runways, and Denver Airport had only five. Mm-hmm. So why the fuck are we upgrading, quote-unquote, to an airport that has fewer runways? And that's what a lot of people stick on. What they don't realize, when you really look into it, is the fact that those six runways were two sets of three that were parallel to each other and that actually crisscrossed each other. Yeah, it was inefficient. And so, yeah, so it was totally inefficient. And even though you had six individual runways, really, they acted like two that crossed each other. So if one set's going, the other one cannot. So even though you have fewer runways at Denver, it is significantly more efficient, and you can have all five going at once as opposed to the old Stapleton, which technically has more. That's, 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 fucking, that's the exact same fucking thing we're talking about here. Yes, People are going to tell you, yes, here's the numbers. And look at this. Your glaring issue. Here's what's right up fucking front. This doesn't look right, does it? Well, no, it doesn't look right on paper. But fucking look into it. Look at what the details are. Look at what fucking why the decisions were made. And you know what? Maybe they're fucking fantastic. Maybe they're fucked up. Maybe fucking LeBron James is fucking making the decision and getting all this airtime donated so that he can donate a bunch of money to the Boys and Girls Club, which was an organization that he came up in as a child, that saved him as a child. Why the fuck do people do the things they do? Why the fuck? We can look at the clickbait. We can look at the headlines. That's all there. Why Why the fuck did it happen? You know what? Look into it. To quote any problem. <laughs> I was going to just say that. <laughs> look into it. Just actually actually figure out and here, why. I'll say this what too. is justification. I'll say this too, and one thing I've learned, like through like feedback through this podcast, is you got to see both sides of an issue. Oh yeah. And one thing that um, one example I gave one of my coworkers, we were talking politics or whatever, and I said, "Look at this pin." Um, from my point of view on this pin, all I see is ballpoint pin, uh, paper mate, right? But from your point of view, you see this right here. You don't see anything that I just saw. You just see the clip that hooks onto your shirt or yep. hooks on, you know, conveniently anywhere, right? And then the next person in front of me, uh, they just see a blank pin. They don't see that that clip. They don't see the words that I saw. Now the person to the left of me, they're going to see something totally different as well from you because there's different viewpoints of this pin. It's the same pin. It's just every angle you're gonna see something a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I've learned as well. You gotta see things from both sides. So that's how I kind of like have adjusted myself. I listened to the very first episode when we did the one year anniversary. Yeah, I'm kind of embarrassed because like yeah, I was very heavily left leaning, which I still am. But at the same time, I wasn't understanding the other side of it. You know what the why, and I still believe the other side of it is a little bit misguided. But at the same time what the, why their actions were what they were you know yeah they saw somebody that was promoting hope and you know you know obama and they got him for eight years but they were still feeling left out they were still seeing you know that they're you yeah. know you know their bank account was still only like four hundred dollars in it you know they were still struggling or whatever and that guy didn't talk to him and it seemed that he was only talking to certain you know demographic 
and from our standpoint we're like well no he's actually doing good things or whatever but for them they weren't seeing that and so they saw this other guy that looked like them and like well maybe he's gonna be our hope and so when you start to see the, the different you know ways of thought the different viewpoints or whatever that's where what you said earlier makes sense where it's like yeah we have to talk about that where it's like hey you to use my pen example hey this is what i'm seeing i'm seeing these words on the pen eric is seeing the cap on the pen and you're seeing just a blank slate on the pen we all have to discuss what we are seeing and come to get together and agree that this is a black pen that we're looking at and yep. realize the whole situation as opposed to just one side i do think that we have to realize that there's some like forms of media that are completely biased oh yeah whether it be like the young turks or whether it be fox news or whether it be like whatever you know the media that you get your information from mm-hmm. like you need to be able to do your own research and actually like create your own thoughts i think there's like a really funny daily show feature where uh, they're talking to people about the the space force or whatever oh yeah and nobody that. knows anything about it it's just like yeah sounds cool man mm-hmm. and they're just willing to support it because trump supported it mm-hmm. and realistically it's like the dumbest thing ever yeah but yet people are willing to support it because trump supports it i i, I think about uh i just saw a picture of prince william that was perfect there was two different pictures from two different angles at the same moment and one of them is perfectly him at the side. And you know what he's doing? He's flipping somebody off. He's getting out of his limo, and he's flipping somebody off. <laughs> right? At the same moment, someone in front of him took a picture, and he's actually putting up three fingers. And it's the German three, where he does a thumb, an index, and a ring finger. Yeah. And so he's, someone said something to him. Someone asked a question, and he goes, and his answer was three. And so he puts up three. Thumb, index, ring. So it looks like... But someone at the same time took a picture of him from his right side, and he put his hand out just right that all they saw was that middle finger. And that's it. And so the same picture from two different angles tells completely different stories. And I'm not a big fan of, like, analogies because they fall apart pretty quick if you really look into them and, like, yeah, you know, that's that's not the same thing. But... I, it, it's it's a pretty good metaphor. It's a pretty good mm-hmm. example. Yeah, you know I mean, it, it, it's a situation where you have to understand that where you're seeing it from is not where everyone else is seeing it from. Mm-hmm. And maybe you're right, maybe you're wrong, but people see it differently. Mm. And uh, and that's yeah. where conversation comes into yeah. play. Where it's just like, hey, this is what I'm seeing. This is what I'm going through. And maybe their thought process might be wrong, but we shouldn't just sit there and just be like, oh, you're a fucking idiot. You're a fucking dumbass. You're a fucking racist. You're right. this. You're a misogynist. You're, you're a xenophobe or whatever. And that's where a conversation comes, where you fucking just talk to someone. You say, hey, no, it's not right. You know, It's not right to keep fucking children locked up in cages or whatever and separate yeah. them from their family. And this is why. You can't just say, well, it's irresponsible for the parents. Well, you're just passing the blame on somebody else for something wrong yeah. that you're doing. That, it's funny that you say that because really recently, I'm pretty sure you guys have heard this from like kind of conservative people. Where they talk about, uh, well, why would we pass all these gun laws? Criminals are just going to get a hold of guns. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you guys have heard that. Yeah, a million times. Yeah. And then one time I was talking to this conservative person saying, how come that same sentiment or that thought is not used when it comes to like, and I hate using the phrase illegal immigrants or whatever because mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like realistically no human should ever be illegal. Like, yeah, imaginary yeah. lines. But yeah. We'll, yeah, okay. we'll use yeah. it for the sake of the argument. But people like to use that as like, uh, let's build a wall because it'll keep them out of here and we got to get these immigrants out of here. 
and they're like really aggressive when it comes to immigration but when it comes to gun laws it's like criminals are just gonna get guns anyways and it's like Come on, man! You can't have so you, immigrants it aren't going to get it anyways. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Realistically, yeah. I never thought about realistically, that. Realistically, yeah, that is yeah. Building a wall will never really deter anyone. If there's jobs here, they're going to come get them. If there's companies here willing to give immigrants jobs, then they're going to come here. We never really find companies for giving immigrants jobs. We never find them for allowing them to without doing background checks, without any of that stuff. We never right. really find any of them. We just punish the immigrants themselves and yeah. we'll put them in cages and we'll ship them back to their countries like if they were animals or cargo and the companies themselves are never really affected because we're so capitalist that we're unwilling to touch companies themselves yeah. but people are illegal and they're treated like animals and cargo and we are willing to treat them less than we would treat a gun yeah and i i always thought that was like how come we never really talk about it in that sense you know i it, but I, I, we need conversations, and and I. By the way, we started it, it this as the Bron James talk, and all of a I know, I know, well, I know. Check this yeah. out, though. Like as we started talking about this, it says I got an ESPN alert. NBA President Trump takes shot at LeBron James and tweet over recent yep. interview. Yep. And I mean, I mean, it's, it is. It is. First of all, he's 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 a U.S. citizen, human being. He has a right to talk about politics, and if you don't agree with that, um, that's fine. But at least think about the fact that Trump is talking about sports, and he's bring and he is bringing that into a political realm. Mm-hmm. Like there's 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 something like there's there's some sort of cross somewhere there's crossover. Wherever it goes, I'm not gonna say you should or shouldn't believe whatever. I'm not gonna say which side is right. I'm just gonna say that there's crossover right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> More than ever. Yeah. Um, can you imagine if Bob Costas was fucking like back oh, in like the nineties or Marv Albert talking yeah. about? Oh, I would love Marv Albert in that. Yes. Um, okay, Bill so, Clinton, my hero, <laughs> biter so, in the back. <laughs> I just, I just think that there's a lot of hypocrisy going on right now. I, I, I think, I think. Okay, all right. There needs to be discussions, but there also has to be understanding of where the discussions are coming from. Right now, I'm going to bring this back to Big Brother. Um, couple of, uh, last week, Bailey and JC just had a conversation. All right, because. Bailey is a black woman, and JC is a short. He is not an M word, which I've learned from this conversation. Mexican that is person? That, no, no, yeah, little person, exactly. Um, he is Mexican. He is, he is short. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's true. Actually, we are. You know, <laughs> is he Mexican? I'm, what happens when a little I'm, person is I'm already five, Mexican? Like I'm five nine, and is Mexican. I'm tall for us. You know what I mean? That's just yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> no, little person. He's a little person. He's uh, he's Puerto Rican. Ooh. So he speaks with a very thick accent, and he's gay. So cars are against you, my friend. So this yeah. exactly, 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 right? So if he was a woman, it was a lesbian Latino woman. So he's Puerto Rican. Good luck, Jake, getting a job he, at Denny's. He's, he's Puerto uh, Rican. Pornhub. He barely breaks five foot. I don't think he breaks five foot. And he's uh, Puerto Rican, thick accent, not even five foot, gay, right? And he and this black woman barely are talking, and. She says something to the effect of, are you an M-word? And it's to the point where she says exactly that. You know, the... the, the short, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you're trying to beat around the bush here. CBS actually blurred out her mouth when she said it. Mm-hmm. And JC is trying to tell her, well, yes, this is the same thing as if I had said the N-word. Mm-hmm. For us, this is the N-word. But he, he actually said it. And then Bailey freaks out. Bailey went on the, on the defensive... 
that I found that offensive. I, you know, I you shouldn't have said that. I am, and Jason's saying, well, I was just trying to make a point. I was trying did to. Did he actually say the N word? He did say the N word. Oh, okay. He's, and you know, but he says, you know, I, I was not. It was not derogatory. I did not aim it at you. I did not. I was just saying that these two words are equivalent. But she's going off on him to the point where, like, you know, however many later they're in the back room, they're having a discussion, mm-hmm. and my initial thought was because she's going off about you don't get to say that you don't, and he and he's telling her, you know what. You said, you know, the other word, the M, M, the N and the M. You said yeah. the M word a couple times, you know. Yeah, but I did not know. I was not aware you knew as a black as a black woman. I'm offended by this. I'm sorry. I will never say it again. I did not call you. Oh, no. She didn't. Yeah. No, no, no. I don't remember if she said or not. Yeah, yeah. But, but this is a big thing. And my thought is, my first thought is, Bailey, you are missing the point. He is trying to make a point here. He is trying to. He did not make it at you. He did not whatever. Then they do like this push to her. Like in the diary room, and she's saying she's grown up her whole life, surrounded by white people. She grew up in, in a white neighborhood. They use that word. They always told her she was different. They always told her that she was this, that, and, you know, the other. And I thought about it. I realized, well, yes, of course she's going on the defensive. Of course that's her default because anytime she hears that word, there is no conversation, there is no explanation, there is no whatever. To, to all of us that have not had her experience, yeah, she's overreacting. But to her, and in her experience, and what she has understood in her life, like, no, this is exactly, she is, she's being totally rational, and she's being totally, this is, this is appropriate. You know, and, and so, and they do end up having a good conversation, and it does end up breaking down, and they do end up coming to a, a good, a, 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 to an, a, an agreement, and understanding and whatnot. But where I, where I, thought that she's freaking out if she had just seen it this it's it's the whole idea with you know when uh, people say you know what if that black man had just listened to the police this is all be fine oh yeah but, not <laughs> but, th- but that's not but that is not the culture that they grow up in that is not what they're told from children as their children uh-huh. that is not the understanding they have of the world right and just in the same way the police you know they're not. You know, the police are not taught. You know if a person does not understand, if they do not comply with your directions, you know maybe you maybe you have taken into account this. They, no, they are not complying with your directions, and that's it. These 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 people that are not complying, they're they know from childhood, for better or worse. No, you get away. They are the police are the bad people. Bailey in this in this Big Brother situation. She heard this word, and regardless of whether it was directed to her or not, regardless of whether it was meant as a derogatory term or not, whether it was meant as an explanation, and an explanation of what you said or what you alluded to is just as bad as this for my people, for my shorter people, my smaller people, that's not what she knows. That is not the culture she knows. So she reacted what was appropriate to her life and to her culture and to her understanding. Her side of the pen. Right. And you know what? If they had just left it there like at the barricading it'd be fucked up but you know what they still powered through it they still had discussion it was fucking hard but i applaud the fact they had a discussion i applaud cbs and big brother for showing that entire discussion yeah. and i think that's important i think it's important for us to understand the fact that we have to have these difficult discussions and not just have these just difficult discussions but understand that the other person has another viewpoint and has another fundamental cultural personal deep down core belief 
version of what your history is, of mm -hmm. what your story is, of what your thought is. The things that you see as rational are not even the things that come up on the other person's mind. And the things that the other person sees as rational are not the same. That doesn't mean they're not rational. That doesn't mean they're not valid. Mm -hmm. But it's like saying, I, I honestly and truly believe if we say, I don't see color, if we don't see, I don't see religion, I don't see male or female, I don't, everyone is the same. Blind? <laughs> if, if everyone is the same, I honestly and truly think that's part of the problem. Yeah, that is definitely. Yeah, part of the I think it's part. It's. I'm not saying that we should judge other people for the differences, but we have to at least acknowledge that those differences are there. Yeah, it's how you treat those differences. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. And that's like when Trevor Noah and uh, Tommy Lauren have that whole exchange on the Daily Show. Yeah, where she goes, "I don't see color," and he was like, "Well, of course you do. You you have 20/20 vision. You, you're not colorblind. You, yeah, you yeah. can see it. It's not about that. It's about how you treat that other difference. Yeah. You know." Um, racism isn't just saying like, oh, hey, that black guy down there, he uh, he ordered a cheeseburger. That's not racism because you're acknowledging yeah. that he is a black person. It's like me that saying- That is your identifying factor. That yeah, is you're your, identifying. Yeah. That's like me saying, oh, yeah, that long-haired dude right there, like he, yeah. he ordered a cheeseburger. It'd be the equivalent of that. It's when you say, oh, that effing black guy. Like yeah, when yeah. you start saying, when you start giving it a negative- You start saying, oh, of course he ordered chicken. Oh, of course the Mexican got tacos. Or of course, you know, whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like when you start adding like those negative fucking pronouns and shit, fucking <laughs> adverbs and shit. Like yeah. that's when it fucking, that's like, that's the whole point right there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like if someone would say, oh, that fucking white boy over there. Like that to me, it's just like, first of all, I'm half. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you, you can't really be I actually had a com conversation with a white person recently about being racist towards white people really can you be racist towards white people no that's not my point though but yeah I mean <laughs> that's a whole other discussion you had it coming <laughs> <laughs> you deserve that yes and no I, I think yes and no but my whole point is just like no that's my identity I know even though I grew up on the east side, even though I grew up with a dad who was fucking born in Mexico or whatever, even though all my friends are Mexican, even though I live on yep. the east side, my own fucking uh, significant other is fucking Mexican. Um, even though, like, that is a very heavily part, I realize whenever I go out into public, I'm that white boy. Even That's my identifying factor. But if you treat me as a fucking asshole, that I'm a fucking Trump supporter or I'm a fucking Republican just because of this... That's when it becomes fucking prejudice. That's yeah. when it becomes negative. And that's, like I said, to tie into your point, that's, you know, it's how you treat that difference. You know, it's okay to, yeah. to say, hey, this guy looks like a small Samoan right here. <laughs> that's me. When you start throwing pineapples at him, that's, that's when it's fucking horrible. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what? I'm not, I'm not, I wouldn't be too mad at that. I like pineapples. They're good. Great on pizza. Great on pizza, goddammit. That's what I'm saying. And if you would fight me and get into some, like, Hypertensive racial shit about it that you're an asshole. You're not paying attention to this fucking episode. <laughs> this this mini soda. Who the fuck we're gonna do with this shit? It's as long as an episode, so we might be might as well be. Yeah, released, well, fuck so. it. I, I like this though. But anyways, our, anyways, uh, that's all I got. I anyway, um, I like LeBron as a person. He flops a lot though. You he know what I mean? A lot. And uh, he made bad judgment decision. Yeah, that's that's. I think that's what's all. God damn it! Did I just become to? a LeBron fan now? <laughs> <laughs> I was so anti-LeBron and fucking. Damn it! Now I. You know who I think would appreciate like this? You know who I think would appreciate this? Not dead get apparel. Even Castillo get ten percent off. They do. They do things. Eric, for, you want to tell us where they can reach us at? <laughs> <laughs> they do things for human trafficking. They they're just good dudes. You know what I mean? They're not hyper aggressive. Go to Not Dead Yet Apparel Motivation uh, on Instagram. Fucking, you know, there it is. And if um, you want to play against me on Madden, yeah. uh, go ahead and log on to Xbox Live. Xbox Live on. Uh, 
find me at Robots vs. Robots. Yep. If you want to message me and send hate mail, send it to uh, Robots vs. Robots at Instagram.com. <laughs> and I'm just... I, you're you're just starting Jacob Do America. Yeah. The podcast. Yeah, that's the podcast. I am the producer. Bad. I'm the Dr. Dre of this podcast. That's right. That's right. One of you guys is Easy E, another one of you is Ice Cube. I, Definitely I am, I am the I am the good reverend. Dr. E.B. Castillo. That's my role. I'm your spiritual guru. Your original sexkin. That's my that's my spot right okay. here. I'm trying to make it an NWA reference. Oh, yeah. Well, no. That's yeah, I'm definitely no. here to push buttons, so I'm definitely. You know what? Uh, go cube. go uh, uh, go back to uh, Run DMC. Um, I'm your Rev Run. How's that? Okay. All right. Then that's there it is. that works there out fine for there me. Is. So, um, anyone? Do we miss anything? Um, go ahead and like and subscribe on iTunes. Go ahead and tell your mom when you're moving too. Elizabeth Jackman, huge shout out. Be good to each other. Have conversations and understand where everyone's coming from, even if you don't agree with it. And Navajo is not a racial term. I just want to fucking put that out there again. <laughs> and if you're a Washington Redskins fan, you are a racist. Yeah, fuck you. Also, I do like a good dead baby joke. I'm just going to pause that out there. You know what I mean? <laughs> fucking... Uh, those, those, you know, I mean, those, those dumb jokes are just fucking fantastic. Yeah. Good night. Be good out there. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>